You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 85. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's crack a in podcast world? Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 85. Ochenta y cinco. Yeah. <laughs> that might be your best one yet, actually. Really? After yeah. that. I kind of think it was. That man. was really good. No, well, he's got one note on the paper. Um, glad to see that. It's probably a reminder, too. Yeah. Um, we're prepped and ready to come at y'all today with the topic of stewardship. Um, a little background, something Hot Dog's been wanting to do for a good about six, eight months here. John wouldn't let him do it. And finally today, we had no topic. Um, T-minus about hour and 15 before this started, and Craig pulled through and said, sounds great. So that's where we were. <laughs> that's true. Um, you know, we, we looked at a house earlier today, and um, my cousin is the realtor, and she's like, oh, you're going to record. What is your topic? I'm like, I'm not really sure yet. <laughs> she's just laughed. I'm like, well, that's... You know, we do good work that way. So here we go. What's about to happen? I don't even know. I don't even know. I'm so nervous right now. It's just going to happen. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's a, Greg, you got three things on your <laughs> It's more to-do list. <laughs> see that. <laughs> yeah, a little background for the listeners who can't see in here. Um, this was discovered on my... Fl- I was flew home this morning from Dallas and was trying to come up with a topic. Greg and I tried to let John come up with it, and I looked at my phone. He hadn't responded back to us in a, a whole day. Um, so figured he, again, doesn't want to come up with topics. So you see, me and you are holding them down. Have a pretty good run of coming up with the topic ideas, <laughs> you know. Now <laughs> we do. Now Steve has been dominating the Would You Rather's lately. Don't build him up like that, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he's not taking it today. No, Greg is. I'm, I'm gonna try. Have. I'm gonna try. Taking it. This is a perfect. See, see we're struggling, so Steve wanted it, but he did. Oh. He tried to take it from you like three times, and I kept saying no. Like Craig. Uh, that's awesome. You ready? I guess so. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Now it's time to move to our next segment. Yeah, let's go to the Would You Rather with Cece. All right, here we go. Um, all right, guys, y'all heard us do a bunch of these, and um, they're always interesting. Um, but this one, uh, there's so many out there, but let's try this one and see what you think. Would you rather give up social media completely? Yes. <laughs> or eat the same dinner for the rest of your life? Well, that's an easy one for me. Um, you knew the answer before I finished. Four Facebook friends. That's right. That's it's, true. It's, that's it's, true. It's overwhelming for me. You know, Green my wife, Polish, and my wife. happy birthday every year. <laughs> that's true. My, my four friends. I got Jeanette because uh, she's uh, doing, helping with our social media. So I had to friend her, and then my wife friended herself and <laughs> Green Paul. <laughs> so you know, I'm getting overwhelmed with all the social media stuff here. So I could do without it. Uh, so for me, I would do without social media although i'm sure i could find something that i would really enjoy eating um in a cooler climate i would probably just have gumbo every day 
Ah. Every day. And it would be good gumbo because Steve Oof. has to make some gumbo. This is not an either or. We, we just pick one. Just pick one. Is there would you rather give up all social media, uh-huh. just forget it ever existed the rest of your life, yeah. or eat the same dinner for the rest of your life? It's pretty good for me, too. I'm giving up social media. Um, I really practically only got the thing for the business uh, ventures of this all back when I started a law firm years ago. Well, years ago, like seven. Um, I don't I don't really care about it. I think a lot of it is watching other people do stuff. Just go do it yourself. However, I like to post about my trips on there. So there's that. Um, but I would give it up. I don't think it'd be too... It wouldn't be John easy, but it wouldn't be too bad for me. <laughs> well, that would be... You know, People wouldn't be able to watch you do the things that you're doing then. Yeah, it's kind of for myself, documentation-wise, you know? Like That's when true. it comes I saw back how up. you've been categorizing all of your pictures of, oh, look, here I am in Zion. Here's my little list. Watch me add them in. <laughs> deep, 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 deep. <laughs> He's using it as a, uh, I don't know, photo catalog or something. Yeah, I pretty guess. much. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Thank you, John. You're welcome. You notice John sees it, but he's... <laughs> He's not friends. <laughs> no, you've told me six times of how you categorize all of your trips, and this is how you go back and find them. <laughs> I have not gone and looked at them other than the stuff that Just you another me. short note. John is the one who's commenting on most posts for the podcast, so that would be something for you to have to give up as well. That's true. Would be a problem for us, you see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Craig, what do you think about it? Yeah, I'm the same way. I guess this actually is pretty easy for us. Uh, the social media, um, I like food. And I want to be able to taste all my dinners and have some different experiences. <laughs> um, you know, I guess it's kind of cool. Social media lets you keep up with kind of, sometimes that's how you keep up with what's going on in the it's world true. and your people and your friends and family. And I don't know, it's kind of become our go-to resource for just kind of figuring out what's happening out there. But, um, you know, not, nothing beats the being able to have a good dinner. And so I'm going to go with, you know, give up social media. Yeah, this might be the first time I've been three for three in a while. Yeah, I can't think of one uh, in recent times. So. Hey, look at that. We're all on the same of, team here. Hey, speaking of tasting food, here's one more sub, would you rather? Oh, see, see. Would you rather have no taste or be colorblind? Whew. Man, that'd be tough. Now it gets tricky. That would be tough. Mm. Colorblind, so I can see. I just can't see you, you can't see, see colors. It's like, <sighs> yes, it's a lose-lose see, like scenario. A dog. I think a dog. Aren't they colorblind? Relate to they the have dog. some sort of... I think yeah. you have something. Yeah, I don't know what it is either. John? Man, I don't know. That's a tough one. Uh, because you would miss out on a lot uh, with the visual impairment. Um, you know, look at all the bright colors. Uh, just thinking of looking at uh, my little 17-month-old, how blue his eyes are and how dra- how the contrast of him and his pale skin and all that looks. That would be something that would be tough to give up. Um so I guess I would probably have to lose my taste for, for that extent. I think, yes, I do love food and all that. That'd be tough, but I think there'd be too much that you would miss uh, losing the different uh, nuances of all the different sunset colors in the sunset and mm-hmm. color of the, of the the you know the deep blue ocean that I saw in mm-hmm. off the coast in um, Greece and just I think there'd be a lot of things that you'd miss out on not having that. So. Man, I would, I'd probably have a, a thinner waist if I did that. Uh, <laughs> so, I'd be all fit, like a fiddle. Fit like see how though, <laughs> Well, I don't want to be like, you know, young tomboy. Mm. Fit. <laughs> I'm move on from that. <laughs> I don't know, man. That is a tough one. I don't really. That is a tough one. I know. I thought about it. that. Was hard. Yeah, I don't really uh, live to eat. But I kind of feel like I have been more recently. Um, 
I'd probably go with that because I feel like you can still take it in by smelling the food. I mean, there's that plus. You can't taste it, but you can smell it. I don't know. Would that be out too? Because That's I mean, a true. lot of, of kind of goes hand in hand. Are, uh, I thought they're uh, se- separate that. senses, though. If you couldn't smell, you'd lose a lot of the components of the, the <clears> taste. <throat> so I don't know. I don't know if that would be. CC? <laughs> I don't know. What are the rules on it? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say just when the food goes in your mouth, you don't doesn't have flavor. I didn't think about the smell. Mm, yep. When well, about technicality over here? It through my nose, so that would be a plus. <laughs> you were drinking something through your nose like a week ago. Uh, I'd probably go with that because uh, I'd like to see too. I'm, I'm a big fan. That was a good point on the sunsets. It's the reason I like to go hiking and stuff too. Um, it is a tough one, but I, I'd probably lose the taste. Yeah, I guess knowing what I know now, I would lose the taste. Once again, three probably three. stay nice and trim, but you had the vision. You see the beautiful sights. Now, if you lose your sight, already knowing what color looks like, it'd be harder. But I know people who are legit colorblind, mm-hmm. and they're rocking and rolling. Like oh, they don't, yeah. What they perceive as reality is just reality. Mm-hmm. Correct. So they think things are beautiful, and in sense, they see them. That's a good point. Now, if you saw everything in black and white, that'd be kind of a bum deal. But they see some color, and to some extent... I guess mm. I'm not sure which colors or what they perceive like or how it looks, but but uh, yeah, if you had to just suddenly lose it, oh man, that's a that's a lose lose. Um, I'd probably take the taste, stay lean and mean, eat to live, <laughs> enjoy my We'd views. Switch over to hot dog steam over here. <laughs> uh, but if I if I had to be born that way, I'd probably be born colorblind and just that would be my ex- my perception of reality. Mm. Yeah, you know, whenever you first threw it out, I was like, oh yeah colorblind all the way then i was like well wait a second and you know my, my little boy's eyes are one of the first things that popped in my my mind um you know they're just so blue they're the i don't know just would be tough to give up it might be also interesting when the new baby comes out that's here true. in a few weeks that's right coming into the home stretch just got a text from my wife baby's over seven pounds heads down trying to get out uh, i don't think he or she is calling his way out yet but it's exciting. We'll you know it's pretty cool, Craig. What's that, buddy? As we keep bantering along prior to getting stewardship, I know John's running away from the topic here somewhat, but John will have had two kids since this podcast started. Whoa. Are you saying that they're related? Is there, I just is think that it's pretty reason? unbelievable. In the amount of time, we're moving past John. In the amount of time, <laughs> Craig, we have done the podcast. Yes. John will have bought two kids in the world. That's amazing. That really kind of is, dude. Well, for your kids, too, because they can and multiply. <laughs> That would be pretty neat, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move ourselves into the topic of stewardship. And it's kind of funny. I think a cool place to start here is what I perceive as stewardship and what Craig perceived as stewardship. Why don't we go there, Craig? Let's do it. Um, I perceive it as God gives us the earth, this planet, and it's our job to leave it you know, better than we found it, maybe. Um, take care of what we're given. Nothing here is ours kind of thing. And Craig, how did you perceive it? Yeah, I think Matt's more in line with what the true definition probably is. I guess when you first mentioned the topic that came to mind is, uh, I guess, stewardship of our time, talent, and treasure. Mm -hmm. So we have gifts, and then what are we doing with them? Are Mm -hmm. we, you know, kind of selfishly hoarding them? Or are we, at least in some sense, giving those back to people or taking care of those gifts, however God's calling us to use them? Uh, You know, so I look forward to talking about maybe that option as well. Well, when y'all said stewardship, I thought y'all were talking about my buddy that just packed up and moved out of Jeff Davis Parish without us even knowing. Oh, so boy, so he a, packed a, up a and Stu shipped. Packer? Stu Packer on the no, trip? No, different Stu Packer. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> different one. Well, what do you think of stewardship, John? 
Well, you know, I agree. I think it goes into just about every aspect of our life. You know, I think certainly uh, the planet has a big portion for all of us to, you know, do our part. You know, it, it was given to us to to thrive and hopefully uh, maintain it and not do too much destruction while we're here. Um, but, I mean, it can happen in everyday aspects of our lives. You know, stewardship of, uh, you know, me where I am, raising children. Um, you know, trying to do the best thing uh, that I can in order to raise them appropriately uh, to be good <laughs> citizens whenever they grow up. <laughs> um, when we need the YouTube, it, it can, go, <laughs> you know, it can go into being a good stewardship of uh, my marriage, um, oh, good yeah. stewardship of uh, my health and uh, the health of the people that I take care of. So I think it can go into just about every aspect of uh, our daily life. Yeah, that's true, John. Brought it a little from the depths to us. Kind of what? surprising. That was that one note? Yeah, it was in that one note. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do think it's it's kind of interesting for myself. So we'll we'll delve into all three of those. We'll we'll start out with the with maybe my aspect first and go in our little circle here. Uh or intertwine them. But I think it's kind of an interesting dynamic living on earth of um i think we get caught up in you know what we're what our livelihoods are making money which you we do have to make money here obviously to some degree um what we have in life but none of it really belongs to us a when we leave ain't taking any of it with us and then b it's really all given to us in some form of fa fashion intertwining here using our talents right to maybe um get the money etc to do what we would like to do or um get that money just um, being able to use things. Like I always look at the national park aspect of it. That's a, a big special part to little hot dogs world here. Um, you know, not destroying like the beauty that God has made, that God has given us um, and, you know, taking care of it and using it as a gift and giving thanks for it. There's a whole element to the deal of, you know, being thankful for the things we have. So what do y'all think about that particular part of good old stewardship? I think it's awesome, Matt. <laughs> No, <laughs> it's true. It's like, uh, I didn't think about that. You think about, you mentioned it, it's all gone. If you look at, you know, especially like to go back to Bible in the year, you know, all these different generations of people who had all the stuff and it's taken away. And so all the castles, kingdoms, gold, silver, food, everything eventually goes into someone else's hands. It's, you're not keeping it forever. So what are you doing with it while you have it? You know, how are you taking care of it? How are you uh, multiplying it for the benefit of others? And then you mentioned the environment. You know, how are we taking, I mean, the experiences we have at these national parks and these beautiful places are only there because the people before us took care of it and allow us to have that beautiful experience. You know, if they wouldn't have preserved these lands or taken care of them, you know, selfishly did something to it that made it not look like it does today, we wouldn't have that experience. So it's kind of interesting knowing that you're only here for a short period of time and, and how can you kind of perpetuate that experience that you've had for the next generation? Yeah, you know, we're all given... Um a set amount of time so it's part of how 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 are we stewards of the time that we have and what are we going to use uh those times and talents in order to uh you know make this place a better place or you know be more of a taker than a giver uh in that aspect so i think there's opportunities on a daily basis to uh go either direction so it may be something that um you know you do go camping in the woods um you know you have an opportunity to keep everything clean and fresh or you know you have people who you see that um you know will leave their trash behind and and do other things that will take away from the next person's enjoyment of uh you know those outdoor spaces so 
I think that's one that, uh, you know, we can all utilize. Certainly everybody who's been on this planet before ha- beforehand um, has done so. So I think it's good to think about how you use it and uh, how you leave it for the next person behind you. You know, um, did I take one of your notes? I just written it down. I think me and you must have both pulled this from Craig. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, the definition that I came up with or saw when I was looking into it, the careful and responsible management of something entrusted to one's care. And then John just kind of hit on it. And I think we must must have stemmed this from something you said, Craig, which I can't remember exactly what it was. It must have got us. But we also get time Mm -hmm. and we can be stewards of our time, how we're using our time. Right. That's something that's. given to us in a sense by god and how we use it and what we do with it I, I think the seconds minutes hours days are something that is entrusted to our care and use so i'd never really thought of stewardship in that way but i think that's actually an element of it i think so um and y'all brought that to the forefront of my thoughts you know time we are only given a limited amount of time on this earth and so what are you going to do with it you know i can park myself in a room 24 hours a day watch tv and just not interact with the world but what a waste of that mm-hmm. life and kind of the talents as well you know, the millions and billions of combinations of uh, that could have happened when you were born, you were born for a reason. And I'm of the belief, and I know you guys are, and hopefully our listeners are, that God put you here for a reason. I mean, I don't think it's just, just chance. I mean, he chose you. He gave you your set of talents and gifts. And I think it's his hope that you, you know, help expand his kingdom and bring others to him. Um, and I think a lot of times, you know, once you're in this world, it's like, oh, here we go. I'm at the buffet now. I can do what I want. I know I'm guilty of that a lot and trying to get repurposed about why I'm here on this earth. Um, Cause it's easy to go and look at all the shiny things and try to like create this little world, you know, and have fun with it. But at the end of the day, we're here for a limited time. God gave us talent. He gave us time and he's like, Hey, take these cool things I gave you and go, go, go grow my kingdom. You'll bring people to me. And I think that's sort of finding that balance and being a good steward of the gifts and the time he gave us. You know, I think that's one way to look at it. Yeah, no, it's pretty wild. You know, we've, talked about time on some other occasions and you know day to day if you make it from start to finish everybody gets 24 hours but uh it's amazing the difference in what how people use that time you know you do have people who will will sit in a dark room uh, and play video games and do other things like that which for me i'm with you there cc i don't think that's a very good use of time um or you could be you know interacting with uh the other creatures that god created for you the other people that god put in your path um and looking to enhance that and make that better for everybody else. So um, certainly people can be more productive uh, than other people within that same given time frame. Some people sleep more, some people sleep less. So it's uh, it's an interesting dynamic if you look at even just the 24-hour period mm-hmm. or how are you going to be a steward for this particular day. That's actually a good point. And think about that. Every day we have an opportunity to, you know, have like a little – you know, it's like one little moment in time. So in the grand scheme of things, I think we all kind of go up and down. We wax and wane. We, I think we're all kind of on this journey uh, trying to balance uh, these things. But any given day, hey, how can I be a good steward today? Even if it's just taking a little time to do something for somebody or uh, take your talent and, you know, give a gift to someone or giving the, the gift of your time to somebody who needs it. That's pretty cool. Absolutely. And I think that's a good segue into the portion of your definition of this, CC the use of our talents and gifts because that is something um when i was toying around with this topic i think it's important that we are given um certain gifts from god i've mentioned in a lot of previous podcasts and i was just talking to somebody about this yesterday um in my own life i still 
delve into like i feel like i know some of my talents that god's given me but either trying to use them properly or what i'm doing with them um it's quite a deal for me probably spend too much time trying to figure that out and then you look up and days pass by but i do think it is important to be cognizantly aware of whatever the talents we are giving and to use them to the best of their ability you know um because again it's something that that god gave us um through all the as I think CC likes to say, all the combinations, all those billions of different combinations that are out there, and then boom. Come it, together and they make one little hot dog. One, one little, little Johnny dog. boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that's pretty true. So what, what do you think about that, CC? No, I agree with you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's true. I think a lot of times we uh, we spend this life trying to figure out, like, what's our purpose, right? Why yeah, did God put me here? Well, he, first he put you here. That's awesome. And... We'd mentioned before that living your strengths, I think that's a good resource. Find out, a lot of times we need someone to help show us what we're gifted at and talented at. We spend our whole life searching, searching, like we're not what we think we are. We're not good enough. And we waste time just trying to to find purpose in this life. He's already given you everything you need to, to do his purpose and his will. So I think once you maybe do a little uh, self-assessment, talk to friends, family, I mean, you know what you're naturally good at. And, and then focus on those things. Be strong on those things, not what you're not. And don't waste your life just you know, kind of wallowing around and saying, well, I'm not this and I'm not that. Yes, you can be whatever you want, but a lot of times it's just magnifying the gifts you have will let you be the best version of yourself and accomplish all those goals. And then at the end of the day, maybe surround yourself with somebody who's stronger in an area that you're not. And it's always better, you know, two are better than one, uh, three are better than two, and you can find a team to help support and pull you through. And uh, everybody can be good stewards of their gifts. Couldn't have said it better, CC. You know, I think too... Um being cognizant of the gifts we're given, um, the time we have on earth, the air we get to breathe, um, the, you know, landscapes, etc., that we get to tend to in a sense, um, from the environmental perspective part of it. I think too, if, if you kind of look at life through that lens a little bit, it causes one to be more selfless, um, not selfish whenever, I mean, for myself, when you look at it like, Hey, and even if, I don't know, you have a great day at work and, um in my situation you know do great on a case and um it's really god's glory um it's not and just as much as y'all being able to help people too i think we can get into the man look what i did thought even if it's within our own heads um when really it's it's something a, a talent god gave us or if you um are able to whatever keep the the earth a better place you know my simple act of cleaning up your heart it's really something that we're given so it's not really about what we're doing it's how we're using what we have uh which i think is a real important element of stewardship well i think that uh you know in ccni's position um you know and anyone who's in healthcare, we have a unique uh perspective where people come to us to help them um uh, you know with their health with their uh life you know how they enjoy and appreciate life so you know, it's a great honor for uh, someone to come to me and entrust, um, you know, their body for me. Actually shocking. <laughs> mm-hmm. In order to, uh, you know, tr- entrust me to help them out, get over a pain, get back to functioning and doing things that they want to do and live a more happy, successful life. Um, so it's 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 an interesting thing. You know, I'm, lo- I'm using my gifts uh, that have been given as, uh, you know, the stewardship of in healthcare to assist other people and they're entrusting that to me and cc and other people in these types of fields so it's uh it's interesting how all those things are kind of intertwined like you were saying earlier i think you're spot on guys it's like you know yes healthcare providers 
we're there to take care of these people. God's entrusted us um, with them, and you know we pray that God works through us and whatever skill set He's given us to help make this person better. Matt, with your clients, He's entrusted you know, these people to you to to help guide them through these times in their life when it's difficult and they need help. We've all kind of have that experience, even if you're a parent, you know. God gives me children for he entrusts me with, you know, 18 to 21 years of these children. He's like, look, you know, they're, yeah, really. this is a gift for you to, and they're looking at us for guidance and understanding. And so we have this little window to kind of be that gift to them. <clears throat> they're God's children, not mine. I mean, they are, but they're not, you know, like mm-hmm. they're, he's entrusting Absolutely. them as a gift to help bring them up. So even as a parent, so I think everybody's job uh, you've been entrusted uh, with a talent, and you know if you, if you always think about it. This is a gift from God, and I'm I'm helping society and mankind through my gifts and talents. Then it's real humbling, and it helps you to just be grateful and gratitude. And so, you know, even when things aren't going well, it's just you know if you don't look at it in that selfish sense, it still makes you happy even on the on the crazy days. Well, I know I got to ask because some people have been asking around. You know, they want to know when CC is going to give that. Uh, you know, child rear, rearing stewardship class. Is that coming out? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Dude, people from all over the country. Would be there for exactly. My, my wife could probably run that a lot better than me. <laughs> I'm kind of a sidekick, but, I, you know, I think I, think I do Shout a decent job. Yeah, she does a good job. So to be determined, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of like, you know, stewardship of this podcast. You know, Cece and I show up. We lay down the tracks. We do all this hard work every week, and uh, we get we get to have Hot Dog here along for the ride. He pushes record and all of that. So it's it's an interesting thing. You know, we've got all these different ta- talents and things that we share for one another, and it's just it's good for us to be able to put that out for the public. What do you think, Hot Dog? You're right, John. I'm going to give you all the credit like I do because, you know, another thing about this in life is stay humble. Like, like <laughs> God knows what happens here. Um, it's the reason John has still yet to come up with the topic on this podcast himself, I think, since it's been gone. Maybe one. Um, Greg, yes, you bring it every day, and I'm I'm excited and thankful for that. Me too, CC. Um, oh, you guys. But honestly, we probably are stewards of each other to the podcast because we all do kind of come, we show up, we record, we, I think, put some time, effort, energy into this, and I think if one of us kind of bebopped off the track, we might not be using some of the talents that we have and the door could get closed on this wonderful adventure. And uh, I don't know if John would be able to live if it did. Because <laughs> <laughs> about 90% uh, of what he talks about these days is podcast. That's true. I am a big promoter of the podcast. Uh, I do like sharing the message. Right, uh, I do like hearing the uh, feedback from people that mm-hmm. actually do listen to it. So I think it's something that, uh, you know, I haven't had a bad review yet. Um, you know, everyone seems to be very happy and joyful to, to hear it. And uh, it's something that... You know, they're like we are. You know, they think there's not enough positivity Correct. out there. There's not enough um, good nature stuff going around. So it's just fun to be a part of this um, in order to keep putting out some fun, happy, motivational stuff. You guys are so right. I'm glad you used the podcast as an example <laughs> because, you know, even in this podcast, we have to be good stewards of our time and talent. And old Matt's been a good steward of our equipment. That's true. Setting us up and he keeping us on point and giving ideas and. <laughs> Uh, Stuart, you know, Steve's been a good steward of our comedic aspect of it, and we all try to bring what we got. And it goes back to what you said about Matt, you mentioned this earlier. I mean, in life, there's so many opportunities to be a, a steward of any moment in time, whether you're a teacher and your students, a parent and your children, um, a business and your, your team. I mean, really, at the end of the day, if everybody can just 
to, you do the best they can with the resources that have been entrusted to them, whether it's this earth, your family, your job, your podcast. It's going to be awesome. That's true, CC. And I'm going to close that up with one point here before we shut this thing down. Um, I think it's important, you said early on, that you can learn from people, people who, who might not know, um, you know, might know more about something than you know about, and you can, you know, harness that talent. And I, and I want to say that you did a good job of that today, Craig. Oh, thank you. Well, John and I walked in. Craig had this entire podcast set up. That's true. It seems as though he was really paying attention to what I've been doing. Um, and I have faith for the podcast if I leave. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it will still work. I was honestly shocked. I was trying to minimize my chastisement from hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You never know if he's already if he's, but no, I'm if just he's eaten within the last I'm 45 joking. minutes. I knew he'd be good get up <laughs> I knew you'd be I knew you'd be fired up, Matt. I knew you'd be fired up. And I had the equipment here at my office. I was like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna be a good steward of my ten minutes before the podcast and I'm gonna set that thing up. And they'd come in. And it was appreciative because I had landed on about an hour and a half prior to this and was trying to get this pushed to another day, but this was the only day it could work out. So I, f- I feel like you picked this up. Hey, man, you flew in on the fly, and so we got you set up. It was awesome. It was good. Well, uh, now that we've stumbled and bumbled our way through this awesome topic of stewardship, we're going to move it over to the weekly segment of what made you hit the gas or what made you pump the brakes. And we're going to flip it over to Johnny Boy on this one. Yes. Yeah, guys, I had to hit the brakes uh, last week. A good friend of mine, uh, like an older brother to me, really, passed away uh, at a young age. Um, you know, Kevin, I met Kevin when I, I was probably about six years old. He was a good friend of my oldest brother, Kent. Um, and he started coming around, hanging out, hunting, fishing with us. And, you know, as the younger siblings, what do you do? You follow the older kids around. You want to play. You want to do what they do. So... A lot of times uh, they would take us along. We'd go hunting and fishing with them. So, um, Funny story or an interesting story about Kevin. Um, you know, we were hunting with him one day. I think we were dove hunting, and, you know, we were normal little brother stuff. They were chewing tobacco, and we were like, we want some, we want some. I was probably about eight or nine at the time. And, um, you know, he said, okay, you know, if you go get all of my birds and you pick all my birds, I'll give you um, a dip at the end of it. And it was Kodiak. Anybody <laughs> who has ever had any experience with that uh, eight-year-old kid doesn't need any Kodiak. So <laughs> anyway, I did what I was supposed to do, and he held up his end of the bargain and uh, gave me some Kodiak at the end of the the hunt. And it didn't turn out well, guys. So, oh. You know, like Gabe likes to say, he put... He put me in Kodiak arrest. Uh, <laughs> it, it turned out pretty poorly, but anyway, you know, hit the brakes, went and, uh, you know, went to his funeral. Uh, he was a great guy. Um, he was just a larger than life guy, you know, played triple A baseball, um, was an attorney, uh, for 20 something years in town, public, uh, a lot of public service. Uh, he was the DA in Jennings and just wonderful family man, great guy, um, just very proud to have known him, and uh, we love you, brother. Yeah, man, he seemed to be very well-liked and well-respected. I think you said there was a lot of people at the um, visitation, service, et cetera, over the weekend. Yeah, there were. You know, it was we got there probably an hour and a half before it all started, and uh, the, the line was wrapped around the church. So mm. definitely a lot of love and support from the community. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great to see. I know that was probably very comforting for his family, so... Seems like a guy that left the, the earth a better place than he found it. Yeah, I think he did. You know, it was just a good guy. 
just fortunate to have been able to cross path with him, cross paths with him and have known him for a long period of time. So, you know, he was close enough to me that he was, uh, certainly willing to get in my face and let me know <laughs> when I was going <laughs> off track a few times. So well, that probably happened many times, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, just a, a great guy. Man, that's good, man. Thanks for sharing with it. Yeah. Many thoughts and prayers with the family. Many prayers to the family. All right, guys. Well, uh, we appreciate y'all tuning in. If you got some examples on stewardship and its uses in your life, feel free to hit us up on the social platforms that John loves so much. You'll actually get a response from him. So <laughs> that's pretty pretty good stuff in and of itself. And uh, if you get a chance to rate, review, or subscribe to the podcast, share it with somebody you may know, we would appreciate it. And until next time, we'll catch y'all later. Aye. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. Yeah. If you feel Best life, won't you sing with me?